We're not talking about it. Yes, we are. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to The Spin Rack. I'm here with my boys, PD and Kyle. This is going to be a very good and clean discussion about the, 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 the need and the desire for Spider-Man art to sell his <laughs> number one film in the world, breaking wow. $2 billion. Dollars. You know, recently Spider-Man wow. just sold his, the black, can you please show the image a bit, Petey? Uh, the, the, the black original art for the black. Um, Sorry, you know, for, for the black um, uniform Spider-Man, went for 3.36 million at Heritage Auction, which of course, with the with the with the with the success of the movie only makes one hundred percent. Oh my god! The success of Ben makes one hundred percent sense. People loving this stuff, and there's really nothing else for us to say other than one hundred percent supporting. Yes, I, I guess he's right. Uh, spin rack out, right? Okay. So, what's next? Um, look at this. this so what? So, so I'll, I'll, I'll ask you a question. Do you guys agree that? Um, do you believe that Mac Zach actually? was not the seller of this. Why would he be the seller? He's been years since he sold this stuff. You wouldn't, he wouldn't have kept on to something in the portfolio after all these years, like have a, a B He was so unhappy on that book. He's probably <laughs> offering up those, offering up those, um, offering up those, um, uh, like you can see it on this page. Like, oh, hopefully he doesn't, here we go. Look at this page, right? Yeah. You got the art corrections on the bottom over here and large head meaning the head here and then he complains about Thor's hammer which is art corrected but then all these faces have changed none of these faces are Mike Zek faces right Get out so this is Mike Zek's drawing right and the other thing is like one of the things you see these two panels there's no like they don't want anything cut off like this is the big reveal for a shooter book oh come on stop acting up there we go. So for this sort of thing, it's you can see he's working, worrying about um, shooter correcting it, and you already see more corrections on there. So, you know, it's a, uh, it's. I mean, um, for Zach, I mean, maybe this is you know like because it's a it's a cool position to get Spider Man in to like what is this like sixty percent of the or like fifty five percent of the page or something like that. Maybe more than that. Maybe it's like. 65% of the page, and he's sort of, you know, not really crouching, but sort of spread apart like there, like a, almost like a like a sumo type of deal, but you get it all into the panel. So it's a cool shot of Spider-Man, but then it's like you still got, you know, the editor-in-chief coming in there, and the book was falling behind because of the art corrections. But this guy's a pro. He's got, he, he trained under, um, what's it, I think Wally Wood, towards the end of his life, he did Master of Kung Fu, he did Captain America for, you know, for a number of years, and then he gets with the editor-in-chief, and then everything is wrong. The whole thing needs well, our had his own. Shooter had his own point of view, so come on, let's not, and he made like one of the most successful um, comic book series out there, so come on, let's not even go there. Okay? Because it had everybody in it. But my question is, why would you not hold on to the page? This is the first time in Spider-Man's what he, he Spider-Man started what 1960, 1965. Why would you not think this is the, the very fact that this character he changed the color of his uniform would it be uh, 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 something huge? Why wouldn't you hold on to that? They all. I think he lost the original design. I think they he sent it in. He sent it into Marvel, and then I think Rick Leonardi. They lost the design, of course. Well, actually, there's another design that um, who was it that 
Um, the idea from this came from a kid and shooter bought the design for like 150 bucks or something like that. I don't yeah. think it's much more than a hundred dollars or something like that. But then of course they had to, you know, redo it. So uh, I think, I think Zach said he sent it in, but at the same time, for some reason it's lost. So if you see, and I think it's the issue, the second issue that it appears, I think it's, um, Sp amazing Spider-Man 253. They have designs by Rick Leonardi, but those are the ones just done in the office to replace the ones that Zek did. So Zek is the one who designed it. So the, actually, the, the original design should be the thing that goes that skyrockets, but then somehow, where Zek drew this maybe months after it actually appeared, like the the first appearance was well before he drew the shot. But for some reason, it's been it's selling for three mil. Yeah, it's well worth it. All the money is good. Yes. So, Kat, <laughs> question for you: Is this is this selling because it's also the first? Is considered the first appearance of Venom, also, or just simply Spider Man in the black costume? It's a, sorry, all of it. So sorry, you go. Yeah. No, was that for me or was that for you? You can take it. Take it. Yeah. What was it? Yeah. Say the question again. I'm sorry. I said, is it selling so well because it's the first appearance of, of Spider Man in the black costume and the first appearance of what Venom will become? Yes, yes, and for like three or four other different reasons too. The fun, I mean, you have a situation where this is a first appearance, it's one of a kind, it's the first appearance of Spider Man in his black suit, the same black suit that's going to become Venom. You have a $2 billion Spider Man movie, which is unheard of. Uh, a lot of pop, you know, a lot of stuff popping off of Spider-Man right now. The belief that Venom is somehow going to transition into the quote-unquote Marvel universe, as opposed to just existing in the Sony universe. So you have all these different things just driving it right now, and uh, the the wherewithal to per the wherewithal to make a big splash and purchase it. But I mean, Venom didn't actually come out till much later. I mean, the actual character as a, as a different entity, as a symbiote. What it doesn't he, matter. Like three hundred. So this is considered the this is considered the first official. Not that's like, the first. That's not even considered the first. That's considered the origin of the symbiote. That's what it's. That's like the official tagline for that. That's the origin of the symbiote. And I mean, it just doesn't matter. I mean, you have books now where it was just two hands in the book. And then you go back and, oh, that's the first appearance of Eddie Brock. You're like, huh? How did that happen? Oh, with those two hands? That was Eddie Brock pushing Spider-Man, trying to push Spider-Man on the tracks. And that becomes, that becomes a cameo appearance, you know. And, you know, Eddie or Brock doesn't appear until a lot later. So, you know, that, that's just how, you know, that's just how it works, unfortunately, you know, with a lot of the stuff that comes down. Well, you know, let me not say unfortunately, but, you know, that's just the way things can work in comics, in term, especially when you're driving for appearances. Because, you know, there's a lot of stuff that, you know, okay, this, this appeared here and then later on it becomes a big hit and everybody's going, everybody's going after it. And this was pretty much just a throwaway book for the longest period of time. Not necessarily this book, okay, but the idea of, you know, it, it could be just a casual appearance and the next thing you know, the character takes off and hey, there you go. I thought when this came out, everybody was buying it. So I don't know if it was casual, the very fact that you had him in uniform, everybody was like, wow, that's a huge thing. Right? No, no. I a lot of guys didn't know. A lot of a lot of guys did not like that new outfit. They did not. That's one of the reasons why they trained. I think the he was in that black outfit for about seven months. Yeah, that is eight. 
And then they put him right back in the red and blue because they had such an outcry of no, 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 put him back in the, in the, uh, you know, in the, in the, in his real outfit. And I was one of the people who liked the new outfit because I thought, well, that definitely looks more like a spider than the red and blue. But, you know, the guys, you know, they made a big deal out of it too. He's back. And then even in the issue, they were like, hey, we even put the webbing back underneath the arms. You haven't seen that in a while, have you? So this is the real outfit. Again, well, then they made it. They made it so they what is it? They did uh, they did that web of Spider-Man issue, where you know they finally got rid of it and he was and it was gone. We never knew if we would see it again. Right. Well, they actually they were only supposed to use it for two issues, and they had, as Cal said, a lot of negative thing of people writing in and complaining and seeing pros. But once they saw the numbers, they said to keep the outfit for you know a little bit longer, which they got up to I think it's like um two fifty eight. But then they didn't actually go away. It was still there in the gang war, the whole, um, a little before they actually get rid of it. He has it during the Craven's Last Hunt. That's right before Todd McFarlane comes on. And the Venom thing, like that's it, it, everything what Cal said, even worse than that, because Eddie Brock's first appearance, the writer was planning for, for it to be female. And it was just a, a person who could get around Spider-Man, Spider-Sense. It wasn't even thought of the costume, and that came much later. So it's a it's a thing where it is. I mean, I, I will agree with with uh, Mars on the actual issue because I think I dropped out of Secret Wars after. Well, I stopped understanding it after I think issue five or something like that, and then around issue eight, that's when people I think came back just for that. <laughs> Do <Doom Hitter. laughs> <Doom> <laughs> But he came back for the, the that costume to get the because everyone was you know collecting trying to do the key issue thing for a while yeah. and it's like hey let's get this thing and then the heat kind of drowned out but then like you know the the the, the symbiote itself comes back in the web as you were saying um, but yeah I don't know it's a it's a thing where I don't know if there's anything else right now that could connect to the, the black suit to make the sale so it's like this is what's here. It's gonna make the money. It's <laughs> like I, I have a. Let's see. We show you like this is this is the um, some of the stuff for Spider Man, the top selling stuff, right? This is on the HA um, auction, and the top thing is Tom McFall and this um, thing with the Hulk. Right, right. And, uh, right. Yeah. Well, hold on a second. Why is it not the cover? Is the cover art not? Why is that not selling for two fifty? Um, selling. Because nobody's put that up for sale recently. There we go. <laughs> I, think, I would think that would be a bigger thing than. Don't say that. Don't well, say that. You, but, you're answer, but you're answering your own. I mean, I understand what you're doing, but you're answering your own question and posing it. Okay. Mm. If nobody, if the last time that went up for sale, I mean, because I looked at comic art maybe from three or four years ago when we were at New York City Comic Con and you had pages going for 250,000, 300,000. And I was really surprised at those numbers, especially since some of that stuff was just selling on the strength of the art, not because it was a you know a first appearance or anything of that nature. These were just classic pages or really nice pages at the end of the day. So I already saw that the trends were going, okay, this is definitely you know gonna get bigger. This right over here is totally different because again, a lot of times the art was selling on the strength of you know, you know, the style, the craftsmanship, all those things that came to it. This is strictly a first appearance. Okay, that, that's it. There's nothing else with it. And so now, if somebody that whoever owns that page, that cover has to say, oh, well, if this guy's getting 3 million, 
that this guy's getting three million for the first appearance, you know, of the suit. And this is an interior page and it's only this. Well, how much can I get for the cover where he finally appears or any of that other stuff? So we have to wait and see. He has to wait and see because at that time, we don't know what that page sold for. We don't know what that page sold for before it came up for this auction because it might have sold for like 10 grand. Right. I mean, I can kind of see the page. It can't be that many pages unless you're looking for the original cover. But who, would Marvel own that? No. Mm-hmm. At that point, not no. then. No way. No, that's no. Most of that stuff got turned over at that time period. Most of the art got turned back over to the artist. <clears throat> or if it was DC, DC would allow uh, a certain number of pages to go back. So that stuff was in them with them. And they probably sold it. You know, I'm pretty certain Zach did these pages. He was like, okay, new suit. This is a gimmick. What's it, you know, what's going to happen with this? It'll ride for a little bit and then it's going to be done. I'm pretty sure he never had a crystal ball that says, hey, in the year 2022, that's going to be worth $3 million. Don't sell it. But, you know, again, I go back to the original, the origins of Spider-Man. This is the first time he had a suit like that. And, you know, I would have said, hey, just hold on to it for the hell of it. Probably it's worth $50,000 <clears> You hold on to it, but fifty bucks. No, there's no way, no way. In the '80s, comic book art was dirt cheap. You could have got pages like you got some really nice, unless it was like a cover page, you know. And even then, it was really. I mean, it wasn't two hundred and fifty grand. You could have got cover pages for a couple hundred bucks, interior pages for ten dollars, twenty dollars. It was dirt cheap. It wasn't until uh, I think might be burned. It might have been burned where these guys were going and asking him to do pages, and then you know, like, hey we want like this dirt cheap price. And then they were going marking the thing up like 500% on eBay. And that of course changed the whole thing because then the, uh, the artists weren't letting it go as cheaply. And then of course, you know, that uh, made the trend where the prices were higher. But at that time, the idea that any of that stuff, it was comic book art. The last time before there was a push with comic book art was like Andy Warhol. You know, it was just, it just wasn't worth anything at that point. And nobody was going to hold on to it thinking, well, one day this is going to be a big deal, with the exception of the artists who may have some attachment to it because they actually rendered it. It just wasn't there. There it goes. Well, this, cover your ears. I, I want to say this. No, one. before you go, no, burn, before you go. Burn, burn things down. What? There goes burn, burning things down. No, that's not, how does that, look at this. The Ultimately, with the comic pros, outside of, even to this day, outside of the image guys, like most of the time, even with the expensive prices, like, you know, I think Byrne before he left his house and his, his original his house he had for years, left them with a piece of art said here, like they just like here, this is I've been in this house for 20 years. If you want to keep the you know, piece of art of mine in here and they said for a while they had it up somewhere, but then it wasn't inclined to keep it in there and then they would give it to they would trade with their fellow their fellow artists, like that sort of thing. Outside of Walt Simonson, Terry Austin, and maybe even Joe Kubert, like the, the people that have uh, a lot of their own stuff, like I can Kelly Jones, a lot of people, the whole point was doing it and then like possibly selling it off or trading it with your, to get other things that you wanted, to get the artists that they grew up on, like, you know, Neil Adams, Kirby, that sort of stuff like they would do other other things to get not sitting around thinking about like the way baseball cards are being like i need to keep this because this is a key key a key shot the first shot of what's the name right <laughs> it's like i mean what's the name zek had an art dealer before burn did like the burns art dealer was zek zek's art dealer and they that's how they met 
Whereas, because I think um, Zach lived, lived close to Burn and he brought um, his art dealer over to Burn's house and Burn just had it in the basement, kind of just all around. And the, what's the name? The Burn said to him, I was looking for someone stupid. I mean, nice enough to organize this stuff for him. And he organized all the stuff and Burn gave him that Wolverine cover. He's like, for doing all that work, he just gave it to him. Like, and that, is, that thing has come up twice on the Heritage Auction and selling. That dude sold it. I think. I think he sold it. Yeah, he sold it. But he had. It's still in the frame. That um, what's his name? Jim. Um, is it Jim? Jim Warner? No, this isn't Jim Warden. He had the. He had that Wolverine cover, and it's still in that frame that he put it in because he used to have it in his office. And then he sold it. And then um, you know. But at the same time, even the even the sellers back in the day, like when in the nineties, that art dealer came with some burn work. From from that meeting, he had a bunch of it. They were still like, eh, it don't have any, don't have any X Men stuff, and they just had some Fantastic Four. So I bought a couple of pages. There's a last auction that was on this um, Heritage thing. Those things went from the tens of thousands. That's twenty two pages. Like imagine buying it for fifty bucks. So these artists didn't really go crazy over the market. Only a few, possibly Neil Adams kept some of his too. But um, they weren't really looking around to say this is the first appearance of of, um, of havoc in his costume. This is going to be worth a lot of money. Put it in the back. <laughs> oh, this one, the first Sunfire. Got to keep this. I got to have some way now. Like right now, you look at this here. There's no rhyme or reason why the outside of Todd being who he is, these two Todd covers being more than this um, Steve Ditko page here or this Kingpin right here. There's no re outside of Todd McFarlane being a hot artist, but this is a, this is the range of the prices that they usually are for the highest stuff. And then you see it doesn't last that long, you know. It starts to was it, will it start to go down? Not yet. So yeah, you got a good. This is a good range for books right now. Here's a Kirby thing with all the classic stuff, and that is that's recent, and that's not even two hundred thousand. None of these are first appearances, at least what I'm seeing. None of these, with maybe with the exception of that first cover appearance of Gwen Stacy, and that for me is the big thing. That that I mean, they 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 I mean, this happened back in the '90s, and this is what these guys wanted. They wanted to treat comic books like baseball cards, and that's where these that's where the prices are coming from, because even then, when these guys were buying art, the art that you got top dollar for was splash pages and cover pages. Those really big, you know, punchy pages at the end of the day, but something with a whole bunch of panels on it, and especially if nothing was happening, or like, oh, here's, you know, here's Spider Man right over here. It's like one six. That was considered. I mean, that was like the, you know, the overspill, if you will. And the idea that that right over there, as opposed to the cover or a major or a major, you know, like a splash page, is coming in with that much money. I mean, if it, again, this could just be a one shot. But I don't know. My gut tells me no. <laughs> because you got all these other pages out there and they're in comparison to what that, I mean, real, I'm going to call it a panel. In comparison to what that panel did, those books are cheap. 250000 as opposed to $3 million, and you have the wherewithal, hey, buy it all. Just, you know, get all of it. Okay. So I'm looking now, 252 the on eBay is $200,000. Uh, someone's asking for... Five hundred and fifty-five thousand dollars for that'll change. For a version of five hundred, no, sorry, I thought it was five hundred. It's only five hundred fifty-five dollars. Sorry about that. 
Wait a minute. You're talking about a. Well, you're talking about the original art. Oh, the comic book, right? No, no, that's 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 apples and oranges. You know, comic book. How many copies of that are out there? When exactly. you talk about the art, there's only one page. There's only one page. No, that's I get it. it. I get it. I get it. I get it. You know, so it, it's not going to be the same where, okay, it's going to drive comic book. It's going to drive necessarily going to drive comic book prices. That would be, I mean, that would be for me, I, that would just be crazy because it was like, why in the world would that drive the comic book price of this? These are two different uh, elements. But in terms of that, of that page, that art page, wherever that one is, I mean, you got to keep it. If you keep your finger to the, you keep your, you know, your finger on the pulse of it. What you should see is amazing Spider-Man 300 go up for sale amazing spider-man 2 amazing no amazing spider-man 252 amazing spider-man 309 amazing spider-man 316 you should see those pages come up for sale and then anything you see what it would do with anything venom related and if you keep seeing those same numbers then yeah game over it's not that's the thing it's not yet that's the thing we still have that's the number one and we got nothing these marbles. We, we gotta see what the we gotta see what the other pages go for. It could be a one-off. <clears throat> or seen, there's other things that are out here that are I mean, you're saying first appearances, it has it's to gotta be, be it's, it's gotta be it's yeah, it's gotta be a first appearance. Because the other stuff, like I said, uh I, this was like four years ago, and I saw Batman two fifty one, that classic Joker cover, and that went up for like two hundred and fifty, some uh, two hundred and fifty thousand, if I remember correctly. And then there was a, a Peter Parker amazing, a Peter Parker spectacular Spider-Man cover by John Byrne, all black cover, that also went for close to the same amount. So that's when I saw, okay, these numbers are definitely trending, but those aren't first appearances. The, you know, the, the Byrne cover isn't even the key issue. When somebody spends that much money and they're spending it on art like it's a baseball card, because that's the that's the conjunction that you have right here. Okay, this is art and it's a first appearance. So now you got to look and see. Okay, does that change? And you need to see, you need to see other. Really, you need to see Amazing Spider-Man three hundred come up for auction because that's the book. That's the book I would definitely keep an eye out for. And if that comes out, okay, if that comes out and it does and it does numbers, that you know, then you'll probably see Amazing two fifty two come out wherever the heck that book is. And if that comes out and does numbers, yeah, you're pretty much done. So hold on a second. You're telling me what about this? Now let's let's go to something a little bit more um, <coughs> modern. NFT or the non fungible token. Oh God. The person what does who that have to do with this. Well, yeah. <laughs> no, no, no. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Yeah, we gotta, hold on, hold on. we gotta, we gotta square. No, wait, we gotta wait, get into. Wait, the... wait, 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 wait. Scroll back up. Go to that uh, GI Joe twenty one because that's the first appearance. That's the first appearance of Storm Shadow. And let's see how much that went. Only right three hundred thousand. Okay, Only. so that's three hundred. That's three hundred. No, no. That's within the realm of all the other pages. <laughs> so it's the first appearance of Storm Shadow, and it's going for three hundred thousand. If we were to, okay, so if you extrapolate, okay, if you extra, if you extrapolate, okay, that means all right. If that were to come back up for sale, and now that these pages are being driven not just by being art, but also being first appearances of these particular characters, then you you know you're looking at what? It is. You know, it you're, is. You're it's at, this month. It's like this month. You're looking like what? A, what a two hundred percent increase? No, this is sold. This was sold to like today, like this the same time the other one was. Right, they all sold in the same. This time. is uh, this one this sold. Is not not these paid. Not not all this, but this one is January twenty twenty two. All right, so basically, they're saying um, Spider Man is worth ten times that amount. 
Yes. <laughs> it kind of makes sense. You got, the, you got the well, you got the because again, you got the drive for Spider Man because of the movie. It's most popular movie. overall. I'm going back to what you said. Definitely, more, past. definitely yeah. more popular movie in the such. comic. But you got to start. But that would change. I'm saying that book already sold. It, not a lot of effect. But I said if it if it affects all of the art where you're going after the art with the same type of intention, where this is also a first. This is not just a piece. This is not just a great piece of art, but it's also the art that contains the first appearance and so on and so forth, then, then yeah, that changes the whole dynamic. And that's not something you can do with, uh, it's not something you could do with other types of art. You know, you, you get a Picasso, you get it for the art, not because, well, in this Picasso, it's the first appearance of Iron Man. It just doesn't work that way. Yeah, I don't know. It's a, it's a weird thing to be like, um, trying to change this, like the same way they tried to do with the actual quality of the condition of the art that's what they originally were going to saying trying to figure a way to get your price down so they could put their price higher say hey look at this <laughs> this, this book is trying to treat this, it. this page is like uh, yes you i think you said there well, I'll, I'll just do the cut corner thing they, they, they why are these colors are cut it should be a perfect page like no how do you think it gets to the printer it gets to the engraving so it can be printed and that sort of thing so it's a uh, thing where they come will over. kind of add in these things that really don't work as far as, um, you know, as far as, oh, yeah. hey, look, so hey, there's a coffee stain. There's a coffee stain on the art. You know, that's got to bring down the pay. Dude. Or bring it up know, because you it's know, unique. No, you, no, you just tell them, look, go buy another one. Oh, yeah, this is the only one. <laughs> this is it. So getting this back is, to the whole thing with NFT now. So but <laughs> no. No, no, no. We're not doing it's, NFTs. That's we're not doing NFTs no, because no, that has no not, bearing. That has no bearing on what we're talking about. I'm saying it does because now whoever owned that page theoretically could make that into an NFT if they wanted. To. No, they can't. Why not? They own the art. They don't own. The, they have no trademark on the actual page. They just own the art. They can't turn that into an NFT. Well, I mean, I think you're right in the sense that I think Marvel and DC. I saw something a while back where they were saying the, the artists cannot um they cannot um make their characters into nfts you know because they own the character no, they're going to be the ones selling it themselves i think doing the fan i owned one. a piece i owned a piece of art years ago that they that was made into a page for a comic right uh, the guy had made the art okay and he said okay this was not going to appear but then they changed their mind and it appeared on this comic it was a french comic so how it worked was that if anybody else wanted, because of the way it worked out, anybody else wanted to uh, duplicate that or replicate that, they had to get my consent because I owned it at that particular time. That that was it because that was never a published. There was never any published agreement with that because it never came out. But this, you know, you can't do it. You can't NFT this. NFTs don't work. I mean, I don't know why people pay for that stuff anyway. But <clears throat> you know, it just doesn't work that way. People are paying for, for, for land in the metaverse, my friend. Thousands and thousands of dollars. There's actually real estate companies based in the metaverse. So uh, yeah, because they because well, what is it? What can I say? Every every once in a while people gotta buy tulips. <laughs> every yeah, once in a while. The, that's what I thought about cryptocurrency, but it's been going up and up and down. No, up. It, it, it doesn't matter if it goes, I mean, again, it, the fact that it has some viability for certain reasons, okay. But to throw like, I mean, some of these people who are throwing retirement savings in the cryptocurrency say, yeah, don't worry, Mildred, we're going to make it big. Oh, you know, I'm not too sure. You know, I'm not too sure about that. If you, yeah. yeah. 
you know, definitely if you if you're still running drugs, that's you know, cryptocurrency is where you need to be. Okay, I think we're off base there. So hey, anything else, guys? About for those of you, I did hear. I know. Remember, we said this off camera. For those of you looking at this and saying, "Hey, this is going to be like a Mark McGuire moment," <clears throat> you know, with Todd McFarlane and the three million dollar baseball, you have to remember the fundamentals are different. Okay, the fundamentals are different. This is not baseball. Even though people want to make this into like the card market, it's not baseball. There is not somebody else who's going to come and say that the heck with your creatine. I'm going to use real steroids and I'm hitting 70, I'm going to hit 72 home runs this year and I'm going to knock your 66 out of the mark. There's only one piece of this art. That's it. Okay. There is nobody. Well, I'm going to draw a new one. My deck can't come up. I'm going to draw a better piece and somehow it takes it out. This is it. Right. So those fundamentals don't necessarily apply here. And I don't want to break anybody's heart, but mm, yeah, I think it's done, dudes. I think it's done. If you want to get some art, go get it. Well, go get I, it. I would only have to chime in. You can do something like that, which the stuff like was recently, you know, not recent, but in the last like um, five, ten years, like a, you know, like the first Wolverine page. You'd expect that to go up those numbers, but the market is now working that it has this gradual and these jumps in prices, like going to the three, going to the three million, whoever this person is who bought it. That he's not getting that it's not going to the next like most of the jumps that they've had going from three hundred thousand to six hundred thousand going to three mil you can't expect it to go up even more you can say when well, we're looking at the pattern and it's the same pattern that we've watched of uh, the success of Marvel any of this stuff even though it's original art you're looking to resell and that's gonna you're gonna be sitting that in your closet for a number of years you get to the four and five or maybe you think possibly if a spider-man movie comes out someone will be crazy enough but you're not gonna that's the thing having another frenzy to try to sell this thing at the price because they're not just buying it for saying they're buying it to make their money back and well over it hence the i think one of those books the pages i I showed with showed yesterday they're asking for like four times but they're not getting it they're still asked someone to make an offer which is just sitting there and no one's saying, hey, things are going up. I need to jump on this thing and they're not doing it yet. So that's one of the things that's happened. We had the first thing we have the, the that first that drove definitely drove It's Ed Hannigan um, cover who's done three million way better covers than that um, that G.I. Joe cover. So the only thing you could say is the Storm Shadow thing, but it didn't push it into the stratosphere, just put it to get some notice. But so they're out there. But this, uh, <laughs> I feel like um, Eddie Murphy in Trading Places. They're, they're out there and they're thinking about it. But, um, you know, there's somebody okay. else out there that's got more money than any of the, the sellers that we know, that are buyers and sellers that we know that are um, that are buying stuff, that are well beyond um, the Rob Liefeld and the, uh, any of the light that are buying and trading stuff. The, I mean, the, the, the obvious, oh, man, I've been seeing, I've been just watching these, I've been watching these trends for the last three or four years. And I was telling guys this before and the guys, well, it's basically with the comic guys, they would poo-poo the whole thing. But these are 90s comic sellers, uh, sellers and they're still very much affected by what happened in the 90s and they're waiting for the bottom to drop out any day. And you know, I was telling them, look, it's a, it's a different situation, so on and so forth. 
I never thought it would get to the point where you would look at the art and you know have that. I mean, for me, it's like a single bead of sweat is going down my face. I was there were stuff I was hoping to get at one point. And I'm like, well, that I'm looking at it now, and it looks like for, at least for me, the way I feel is like that ship has sailed. Looking at this because again, this isn't this isn't even a cover page or a splash, which is the stuff that would have definitely commanded that type uh, commanded that type of money, and then the the art market for comics if you look at uh i mean these are what i call like the minor collectibles as opposed to the major collectible you know minor collectibles baseball cards which might be the top of the minors no pun intended and uh you know comics toys you know uh like matchbox cars that type of stuff and then you get to the majors where you have like you know european art uh, rolls royce cars that sort of stuff so two different things but you have guys who will go from that art market and say, look, you know, I've got money, but I don't want to throw all of my money into this. And they, they definitely buy the stuff either, you know, you have guys who are aficionados who are going to appreciate it, but they also want to buy something that they believe is going to appreciate in value. And if they, you know, if they've had it five years or 10 years and they believe they've had it long enough and they think they can get some money for it, they will sell it. You know, it's, it's just part, it's just part of being a collector at the end of the day. So, you know, even if these guys are stepping in and saying, hey, I'm going to spend this much money. I have to believe that they're smart enough to realize you can't go from three to six in a year. Okay. And if it does go from three to six in a year, then all the conventional wisdom is, is out of it. But I would expect, I mean, this was no different than me when I watched uh, Nicholas Cage for action comics, number one, and he held on to it for, I believe between five to 10 years. And he ended up turning, the, he ended up turning it over made it, and made a decent profit over it. These are not things that I expect people to hold on to for forever. They'll hold on to it for a period of time and then it's just going to go back and it'll go back into the market i just don't know if the comic well i mean if this can go for three mil then and it and it happens again it means that the comic book art market is seriously undervalued and you get a you get a big run on the whole thing but you know we'll see but wait i gotta i gotta i gotta i gotta reel you back here because spider-man tends to be at the top right and we're talking about we're talking about like the major characters. Spider Man would be at the top, so it, that's not indicative of something like, um, uh, like, like, like GI Joe, like we're saying. Where that's we're saying Spider Man's art, this unique art with the venom and the black suit. No, that's Tom McFarlane. That's Tom McFarlane. You know, so I, I don't that's think Miss Todd. You know, I don't think it's, <laughs> it's not just Todd. Todd has two books, uh, two two covers. And a bunch of issues before that, and he also has, and then you have all the X Men that would be considered the top. It's, it's not. I don't think. It's, it's, I think it's going to break. I think it's going to shake out to a much more, you know, the ones that are the premiere, and then there's going to be a more. Uh, I I just don't know, man. That's what I, I really don't. I mean, because that's always what people say, and then I look, and I'm like, okay, I'm trying to look at the fundamentals of this whole thing, and I'm like, all right, great. It goes for this really large price. And then the conventional wisdom is always, yeah, it'll come back down. It'll come, and it may, it may come back down. But I always look, it went for that price. It went for that price. And this is not a cover page. This is not a splash page. It's already defined conventional wisdom. And then all you, in order for it to happen, all you need are sellers who refuse to sell for less than what they want. That's all you need. And that's not very hard to, that's not very hard to get. If these guys come out and they say, look, I, you know, I want this price and I'm not selling it for less. Well, then, hey, that changes the dynamic because and then you get people who are willing to pay it. it it's not very hard. It's just not very hard to happen. So, you know, this right over, and this right over here. It, I mean, if this was a cover page. OK, 
or splash page. Okay, it's a 60, what is it? This is like a, what, a full panel. This is a full panel on a page at the end of the day. So when I look at the whole, when I look at the whole thing, I, I'm taking all of that into account. I'm not trying to poo-poo anything or tell people this is the new normal, but I am trying to take everything into account you know, and trying to make a final determination. And that final determination is you've got, you know, you've got to keep your eyes, you know, out to see if they try to sell something else, Spider-Man Venom related in the same fashion. And if it goes for, if it goes for money, then yeah, you've got a market that is undervalued. And then what usually happens is that after Spider-Man, okay, they'll say, well, well, look, if I can get some money for Spider-Man, what about these other guys? But it's, they can't match up. It's, it's not, not, it's, 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 not, not it's definitely not undervalued. There's no way we can say that the the comic market is, is undervalued. There's no there's, three there's million no, dollars. That's one book. That's yeah, one that's book. Spider Man. That's Spider Man. No, not Spider Man. It's one. That's the thing. It's one page in comparison. It's a panel. To, it's a panel. No, I'm saying that page went for that. You can say it's a panel, but it's like when you look at what's going on in that market. Like the most of the classics, the in that that sell, most of the stuff went in the tens of thousands, right? Mm -hmm. Stuff that's all random. Uh, Eric Larson, John Romita, Alex Ross. It's all random stuff. No rhyme. Tons, a bunch of Spider Mans in there, well under that, and saying, well, all the that that's what kind of gets people into the trouble. Saying, well, this Neil Adams page was in the same lot that they just needed to kind of sell it in a way that it could get the price of that three that three million like no the top stuff goes in the hundreds of thousands and the stuff that's been has good some good time to 80s 90s possibly in, in, in the in the in the arts as they say is in the the tens of thousands but right now tens of thousands is decent prices that's not bad and then for your classic x-men or todd mcfarlane or something that's really old and worth something like the stuff we saw. Yeah, uh, hundreds of thousands, but then saying, nope, now we gotta see, because we have something that's been back and forth on the market, which is like Wolverine's page. So that one should get to a million if imagine that, but that's not gonna be comparable to say an Alex Ross page saying, it might be worth a million, but like saying that we have to under, like, no, the prices are, well beyond what it is and saying that there's a, like it's the same thing why we i would compare it to comic buyers to say well, if someone bought this there's got to be some other people that are ready to buy at this price or we'll find them by putting these prices up here and auctioning these things off at that i don't i think as of right now the thing is already ridiculous it's already above and beyond what it's it ridiculous until somebody does it again that's the thing. You had stuff in there that should should have well been. You had the yeah, Jay Joe. You had the burn. But you don't have a right. you don't have a it classic thing of saying, "Hey, this is the first appearance of of um you know of uh, Captain Marvel or something like that." Or this is the first order, appearance of this person. In order for, in order for like, that to bear out, whoever bought GI Joe twenty one would have to think like me and say, "Hey, this went over here as a first appearance. I'm going to put this up for double the price and see if I can get it." And then if they get it, okay. That would be, you know, that's pretty much that's pretty much where you're at. The person who's, you know, whatever's driving that at that time, okay, you know, this it was it was not for GI Joe with Storm Shadow, and the way that they were actually going after the art is not necessarily the way that they were going after this this particular panel. Again, that's why I want to see if you see if you see some of the other stuff coming out, and you see it doing similar similar numbers, okay, if you see it doing similar numbers, then yeah, you do have 
you got a seismic shift at you got a seismic shift at the end of the day. So I want to wait and see exactly how it goes. And then if it goes for these types of pages with you know with Spider Man, then yeah, it, it, I mean this is the same thing I saw. This is the same thing I saw with comics because for years it was it was uh the only things that have value are the first appearances and the variant covers and the error and this that and the other until guys said hey wait a second wait a second this first appearance is ridiculously expensive. There's a second appearance that's just as rare as the first appearance. I'm going to actually put some money into that. And then before you, and then just like that, you know, the second appearance somehow went from being trash to having value. It was like uh, Wolverine and Wolverine, Hulk 181. And that was the big book. And everybody kind of just thumbed their nose at 180, even though, you know, that, that in itself would make a show. And so finally somebody said, hey, wait a second. You know, th this is this is actually rarer than this one over here, and so on and so forth. This actually has value. It's not going to do one eighty one numbers, but it actually did. But it actually did some. Um, you know, but it actually does have some value, and it makes it. So you know that type of you know that type of shift that could come down at the end of the day. So I do you know I do want to see it because I've heard a lot of this stuff is you know pertaining to comics. Uh, I already know the comic book market in terms of art was something where you know again this was this was like great stuff at the end of the day and had no market. Okay, and had no market until maybe like 20 years ago. Otherwise, it was dirt cheap. You know, you could, you, you know, what is it? You could spin a no, wheel and get you get a page. No, I don't think you guys are necessarily uh, uh, disagreeing with one another. I think you guys are basically complimenting your arguments. I think that both what you guys are saying there. I mean, look, the the, the whole thing with the storm shadow one. I think the what 300,000 we saw. I think that seems to be the full price. It's not going to hit the same thing as that. Would that have gotten that price before in the past? Not necessarily. And I think it's probably at the max price that it's going to get at least for the time being. And the Spider-Man being because of Spider-Man and all these different and, and, and Venom, you get that. And, and I see what you're saying. You have someone discovered, hey, this thing is even rarer than something else. And I think you're going to continue to find these different discoveries going on. Um, you know, and I guarantee you have people who, who like burn stuff and going to look for stuff and, and, and skim through some of the stuff and say, hey, this is really a, a rare burn thing that he did and probably come up and the value of that is going to skyrocket. The value of anything is based on what people want to pay in, in, in the end. So if you're a burn fan, you're going to pay more for burn stuff than you would pay for something else because you're going to value it more, right? So it's, and that's just it's going to be whether it's reasonable or unreasonable. It's perceived as rare, saying that it's comparing between burn and Austin. That's basically the idea that's behind it. That's saying, all right, this is when, or if, if this is when it was good, or this is the classic X Men stuff. Um, Dave Crockett himself sells pretty pretty decently, not as much as that, but. You put it to there. You put it to that point, and a couple of pages of the X Men has gone back and forth. It hasn't jumped any further. This is from an auction, like saying, "Well, we should put the sorry the auction at a million. And then you're sitting around there, like that scene in Mahogany where you're dancing around and you're not getting those prices. You remember when, with um with uh, what's that guy with um Anthony Perkins when he's trying to she was trying to show off her new thing and they were trashing it. They're like, "That ain't worth it. That's trash. <laughs> it's not going to be there." You see mahogany? Oh my goodness! Anyway, goes back like what, hundred years? Not a hundred years, but anyway. But the thing is, the thing is like this: we have this thing in comics where we've seen this happen, and 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 we keep saying, "Oh, we, let's not look at, let's not look the Trojan horse and <laughs> let's let's look the Trojan horse in the mouth." It's not going to get us. It's not going to get us. And it's like, well, there there is a clear difference that it is a rarity to it, but at the same time. It's a, um, you know, it's a tough sort of market to sort of say, well, there's going to be people playing around here and they've already, we've seen the key people online 
and they're not, you know, they're not, um, you know, they lucked out and bought a lot of stuff when they were younger, and now they're selling to buy new pieces. Like that's basically what the market is. Is somebody who's taking is like you can see on the heritage thing. Most of the time, people are asking double what it last was. So if you have a whole page they're asking for that's like um, ninety thousand, they're asking for um, you know a uh, hundred and eighty thousand. That but that's make an offer which they're not getting. So it's sitting there until you go for an auction where you can either get that double price, which sometimes most of the time they do, or you can get, you know, a different price. So my thing is that this thing of trying to put it up for a new thing and say, here, here we got this classic thing that's one of one and um, we gotta put start it's starting at a million. And this is like <laughs> the way it's like I gotta sell three or four or five pages to get this Wolverine thing at the same time it's not a movie out. So I don't, I mean, I, it's only it will be, these prices are never going to go down too much, but um, they're kind of like the, inflating the market. They, this is this is the, the thing that that can happen, inflating a market that hasn't gone down. It isn't like this thing has struggled. It's only gone up. So inflating yeah. it even more doesn't help it. It's only just says these people that are trading comic books are just playing in the in their own market where they're selling books to buy things selling pages to buy other people. you thought you thought a, you think a comic book guy bought that page no but i'm saying the the market is still these people that are able to buy for the hundreds of thousands that's the market whoever bought this is somewhere you know, I don't know what this person could be is. a ball player, it could be a, a, a stockbroker, can be a, a hedge fund guy. Anytime you see, anytime I see numbers like that, that's somebody from outside coming in saying, "No, there's something going on over here," and I want, and I want in on it. That was like it was similar to me with it was similar to me with comics, where, you know, I mean, literally, you'd have a comic and you'd be up for like twenty bucks, and these guys wanted to haggle and try to start at four dollars and want to do the dance of the seven veils with you, that type of nonsense. You know, waste of time. And then it changed when I started putting books up for like 50 bucks and guys were like, okay. And there was no haggling. And I was like, okay. And it kept happening. And then I realized, all right, there's other people in here, not just these, not the guys who I'm used to dealing with. And that definitely changed, that definitely changed how sales were going. So I'm thinking it's similar to that. Cause I can't imagine any of these guys who are the regulars who are like the 250,000 guys or the guys looking at the double price. They're like, yeah, maybe one of these days, but not today. And then that happens. That's something totally, you know, that's something totally different, which could, you know, again, I want to, again, I definitely, I do, I'm very intrigued by it. And I do want to see, and I do want to see more. I want to see something else because if it was something like Wolverine, oh goodness, could you imagine? Cause I told somebody, if you got X-Men comics, uh, those classic X-Men comics, and if you've got classic Fantastic Four comics, don't sell them anytime soon. You got to hold that stuff. Because those guys are making their appearance in the Marvel Universe, in the Marvel Cinematic Universe, and whatever they were valued before, you know, put a lot more, you know, put some definitely put an extra zero at it after it's over, you know, by the time they make their appearance. But uh, I mean, Wolverine, like that art at the end of the day, if it was to follow this same trend, sweet grace, you know, that would be some, that would be some stuff. But, you know, I would be holding, I mean, if, if I was one of those guys and I had those pages, I would just be holding on, waiting at this point. But there's no way somebody doesn't see that number. Because, I mean, I thought it was the same thing with Amazing Fantasy 15 when it went for $3.6 million. And within, like, three or four months, Action Comics 1 comes back out again and sells, uh, you know, outsells it by almost a million dollars. 
And, and Amazing Fantasy 15 was a, a CGC graded 9.6. So somebody else was like, well, hell, the hell with that. I got this one. And it's still doing, and it's still doing, you know, and they're both doing like really high numbers at the end of the day, seeing one drive the other. I don't know. It's just, um, I, I really do want to see, I do want to see more. I, it's, uh, I don't know, my, my, my gut is telling me one thing, but, you know, I do want to see more. <laughs> okay, cool. Anything else anybody wants to say? We're going to wrap this one up. Yeah, you can wrap it up. You know, other than Jim Lee has a four-part cover art. That <laughs> You said wrap it up, and now you're going into the That's four. Whoa, whoa, that's four parts. That's four times three. That's twelve million dollars. <laughs> that's the thing that don't make no sense. Which was done in a private auction, but hey, all right, hey, anybody interested in this? Subscribe, give us a thumb up, comment. If you got some, com if you got comments, you've got some insight. We want to hear about it. I definitely want to hear about it. Put those comments in. If you agree, agree or disagree. I want to see. I want to hear. With me. You can agree. You can disagree with the others. Spirak. Out. Out.